Blog Talk Radio. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. We are live, and it is the first podcast or hot dog vendor radio of the year. Um, Happy New Year to everybody. I've got um, Jason Brown with Love Hot Dogs with me, and um, I guess you still go by Love Hot Dogs, right? Uh, or now you have the this other thing. Uh, either or. I answered everything. All right. We have Jason Brown with Lemonade Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Jason Brown with everything. Oh, man, what's going on? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I'm glad to be back. We're going to be talking about catering. This was your idea um, to do tonight. So we're going to go through – we're going to get get into as deep as we possibly can. You can submit your questions. If you go to our YouTube or Google Plus page, you can actually submit questions live. You can – and we'll see them on our screens. Then there's also – a, the option to – let me check this volume real quick. Yeah, I think we're good. Um, we will also be going um, – we're broadcasting live over at um, Street um, Food Vendor TV. Street Food Vendor TV. And, and there's a chat room there. So you can, you can um, chat with other vendors. Um, I have heard that some vendors go and hang out in a group on StreetVendorForum.com because you can create your own little private groups and do that as well. So you have lots of options tonight. Um, You can always call in. The number is um, 424-258-9364. And we'd welcome you to call in if you want to talk to us. Or you have a question, you want to ask it live, or you want to share an experience or anything. I know that we have a lot of people on tonight. You'll have to press 1 if you would like to talk to us. That's the only way we know. Now, if you're just in listen-only mode, you can change that over just by hitting one. It tells us, hey, um, this person wants to talk live. Otherwise, just feel free to listen in. Um, join in on the questions on the Google Hangouts or Google Plus page. Um, I posted that link at the Facebook page at Ben's Carts. Um, Facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts is what it is. for a commercial right now and we have um a lot to cover tonight um i need to get that intro changed it says that i'm nervous as a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs and you and i've been doing this long enough that there is no nervous anymore we i discovered nah. bourbon and and so <laughs> um holy cow there's a bunch of people here tonight um Okay, so here's what we've got. Um, again, I'm going to remind you, at our Hangouts page, just Hangouts, Ben's Carts Hangouts, I don't even know the link, um, but it's on our Facebook page. Um, go there, you can type in a question, and it will post up and let us know. But Jason and I are going to be talking about 
catering. Last we, last month we talked about making plans for a new year, keeping good records, that kind of stuff. This this time we're going to actually talk about something that can 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 take you. If you're a vendor, been doing twenty, thirty thousand a year, or fifty, sixty thousand a year, and you want to make one hundred and twenty, one hundred and forty, go into catering. Add catering to your lineup. Jason, what? Where would you tell someone to start about catering, and how does catering work with a hot dog cart or your food truck or your your trailer, whatever you're using? Well, that site we talked about, Thumbtack, is a great way to get yourself out there. Um, there's lead generating companies, things like that. But I would start just with your Facebook and Twitter and start letting people know, hey, Ben's available for catering. You know, around the holidays, you let them know. Around Fourth of July, you let them know, hey, you know, you want to get your favorite Ben's dogs and sweet Coke onions? Well, I'll set us up and we'll uh, have it packed and ready to go for you as a doggy bag. Or, you know, hey, we do parties. Hey, we're available for New Year's, holidays, corporate. You know, but start. With your Facebook and your Twitter fan, that's you know that whole thing is developing that base. Right. Always referring to Facebook and Twitter, and then after that, the next step is starting to develop your email list or phone. You know, if you're going to do it by with an SMS via text, or you're going to go ahead and do it by email, or how you're going to do it, but you need to start developing a database, and then you market to that database. What was that website you gave earlier before you went into social media? You talked about thumbtack.com. And and if you're listening, we've talked about Thumbtack before. You can actually search it over on the blog because um, the person that introduced us to it um, does a lot of volume off of it. Jason gets a lot of business. You have to actually turn down business now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, it costs something, doesn't it, Jason? Um, you get these credits, and I don't know. I forget how many credits. I want to say 20 credits was like, I don't know. 28 bucks or something. It might cost you one to three credits, depending on what you're responding to. Now, isn't there another website? We had the president of the company on before um, that does um, that shows you where you are in the country, what days you're open. Foodtrucksin.com. Foodtrucksin.com. Now, what's nice on there, you can put your calendar up, your schedule, um, you know. I, mean, I just changed one of my websites for Love Food Truck. Dot com, you know, and putting more catering stuff on there and putting our calendar up there. And, and that just went live right at Christmas time. And, you know, we're starting to do more with, uh, you know, I can what's the little camera? You got Facebook and Twitter. Instagram? Uh, Instagram, that's it. We're starting to do more of that because that's starting to climb, you know, for search results and stuff too. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different ways to market yourself, but you just got to start it and get it out there and you'd be shocked. I mean, the, the biggest thing I can say about catering is we go out and do these jobs and I got food to run the rest of the week. So I'm selling it twice. That's smart. The, <laughs> um, the, now you also, you've got signs that you put on your, on your cart, your trailer, your truck, and, and even on your business cards, anything you put out needs to say, we cater. And and when somebody calls, because catering can mean a lot of things to different people, and a lot of people think that that oh that's going to be too much work. They're going to want me to get chairs. No, you're not being an event coordinator. You're a caterer. You're a part. You're somebody the event coordinator calls to be a part of the thing. You know, and then after you get yourself going, then you start getting out there the wedding planners and party planners and. Strike up a deal with the local rental guy for, you know, parties. You know, you'll refer him and he refers you kind of thing. And 
it's all about just developing relationships with these people. And, you know, I get calls from people that took my card a year ago. And right. say, you know, we want to find out if you cater a party. And, you know, the big thing I'm doing now are weddings. We're doing a ton of weddings where not the actual wedding dinner. We're doing like a late night service at a lot of these uh, hotels and reception places where we come in with the trailer to truck. And it's like a surprise. Well, you remember um, Pocono does does the Bloody Mary breakfast. For uh, he does bachelor and bachelorette parties. He right. does lobster roast. He does, you know, all kinds of stuff. You know, cigar and golf. I mean, you know, he's hitting it on all, all cylinders there, man. He's killing it. And that's all catering. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I think it was Pocono that told us about Thumbtack. Yeah, um, it was. So we have there. – there is – with catering, though, you can be it. You can expand it as far as you want. The beauty of it is, is because you're you may have a cart and think, oh, I can only do hot dogs, mm-hmm. or I can only do this food. With catering, there there's nobody, for lack of better terms, there's nobody watching. Mm-hmm. Um, when when somebody calls you for a private party, there is no restrictions. A catering company has no restrictions other than they they um, have a commercial kitchen and they prep the foods and stuff. So if you're doing all that, the fact that you roll up with your hot dog cart and you've got spaghetti in it doesn't it no longer matters. You can serve that spaghetti because you're doing a private event. You're not working on the street. So they could have you bring yeah, barbecue, chili, soup, um, you name it. We do a lot of uh, drop-off catering, too. Like right before Christmas, we did a bunch of different places, sheriff's office, that kind of stuff, and we show up, we set up chafing trays and everything and show them what's under each, give them utensils and, you know, boom. And then we also do these big parties like that big Halloween party we did and stuff or, you know, that cowboy theme party where we bought in the uh, mechanical bull. <laughs> you know, that thing right. is crazy. Blow up uh, arena and then we're going ahead and running the mechanical bull, you know. Um, there's so many different ways you can go, but... You just got to start getting yourself out there and letting people know that you're available for catering. Develop a menu and develop pricing. Now, let's talk about the pricing a little bit because um, I don't know if you saw this past week. I, I did a blog article because, I, you know, it's that time of year. And so people are looking at carts and they're going, okay, a 20-pound cylinder, how long will that last? And they're trying to do the math, and I understand that. And I've answered this before, and it's in my training videos, but – it usually lasts till right when it's empty. Right. Well, what I did is it, it's kind of a sarcastic blog post, but it, but it's true. I tell you how to figure it, how to gauge it, but it's it, every person is going to be different because you have different BTU burners that are going to burn different. But anyway, I put this all all this information up there. I gave you the easy way and the hard way, and and the hard way included knowing a lot of calculus and trig, and having the the foot bones from two dead unicorns. And then you could you could guesstimate um, semi accurately your propane use ahead of time. Otherwise, there's not really a way. Um, I get about two and a half days, but that means nothing to you. Jason may get a half a day out of a twenty pounder. Um, uh, my smallest tank on the trailers are forties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things. It, it's all different for different people. Um, but I wanted to talk about this. Um, how to price it. Can you can you share some information like a lot of people are are standoffish as far as it's a little nerve wracking and scary when you when you're told hey 
Um, I put catering on my business card, and now I'm getting calls. What do I tell them? They want me to come cater. Um, let me give you an example, Jason. Um, I yeah. found your card, let's say, and it says catering available. Yeah. And and I go, hey, me and some of the boys, we're getting together for the Super Bowl, and we'd like for you to bring your truck or your cart or whatever out. And and there's about um, 40 of us going to be there, and we want um, barbecue. Well, I would uh, double-check the menu with you. First, the date. Make sure the date's available because you don't want to waste my time and your time if I can't do that date. Um, then after that, I go into what kind of barbecue you're looking for, Ben. You know, are we talking about ribs? Are we talking about St. Louis ribs? Are we talking about just pulled pork, pulled pork tacos, that kind of thing? Run down the menus and try and keep it as easy for us as we can and then just come up with a per-head price. And, you know, depending on the time of year, you know, we have a setup fee, travel fee, if I got to go far out of my area. And, uh, you know, I'll start hitting you with a price per head. And just to give you a ballpark, 40 people, I'd probably be easy, 15, 16 ahead with drinks and barbecue. Right. And so you're going to offer, you're going to bring the drinks too. What if that guy says, hey, um, I, I'm going to have my own drinks. We're going to have beer and stuff. Um, what? You know, we just want you to serve the food. Would you ask how long you plan to be there? Would you ask? Um, I I ask how long the service window. Our average service window has been two hours, but we do go longer. And at that point, then it's just an hourly charge. Uh, if they don't want drinks, I'd knock you know seventy five cents off the per head. Now, if I stump you, I I throw out some some stuff, Jason, and and it kind of stumps you, and you 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 don't have experience with it, and you want some time to calculate what that's going to take. I would just lie and tell you, hey, Ben, I got a line here. Is there any way I can call you back this evening, or can I call you tomorrow morning, or can I call you after 3 o'clock when lunch slows down? I'm not going to let you see me sweat. Right. And then I'm going to go research how to uh, fry up a unicorn and serve. You know? Right, right. Or if you need to check the current prices on, um, maybe you want to smoke your own meat. Or maybe, yeah. you know, because you can get it cheaper if you just buy the pork shoulders or pork um, pork um, butts. And yep. and smoke those yourself. Jason's done some of this. And that's all we do now. We got an FEC one twenty and that thing takes twenty bucks at a shot. Yeah, yeah. So you take you you smoke your own meat and, and put the barbecue on it and you go to town. Well, now you may have to call. You may have to call Cisco up or whoever you're getting your meat from and go, How much are pork butts right now going for a pound? Well, that's how you'll figure this up, but you always want to play it safe. You oh, yeah. want to play it safe. They may go. They may balk at fifteen dollars a plate. You can't hardly go to McDonald's anymore for fifteen bucks. Nah, I mean it's fresh and it's being served, or you know it's drop off depending what it is. And you know you can't be afraid to charge for your services. I mean the other thing you can do is call and get some pricing from caterers in your area. You know I'll call mm -hmm. Ben's catering down the road and find out what his barbecue menu is this season, and you know call you know Steve on the other side, and you know and now. Now most of them are online, so you can even go online and, and look it up and go, okay, well, this is this guy charging $17 for you know a minimum of 50 plates. Yep. Well, what if they tell you, oh, but we only are going to have 40 people? Well, you still charge you, the minimum. You cut down a little bit off that guy's price and still make sure you cover yours and make some money. I mean, right. And the key know. to it is is to make the money because there will be people try to get to low ball, and the oh, object yeah. here isn't. And isn't going to be who can get the most volume. 
The deal is is to work the least amount and make the most. You want to you want to go out there. I can tell you this much. You go to a gig and you work your ass off for 5 hours and you do all the prep work that it took to do a catering job. You want to while you're there just know that you're going to have a big check with a lot of profit. Otherwise, it's going to make it miserable. If you cut your own throat and you went out there and you're just barely getting by and you're going to scrape away with a hundred bucks. Nah, that's not, I, I can stay home and not make money. I won't go out and lose. That's my motto. Yeah, well, and, and there's a point, too, where there, you, you need to have a minimum threshold. You, and, and you may, at the, in the beginning, maybe you've got a hot dog cart, and I'm talking to everybody in general, but maybe you have a hot dog cart and you, you can't, you, you don't think you're going to get these big gigs. You're going to get them. But the bottom line is you may start with some parties. You may start with that $200 party or that $150 drop-off service. Yep. Um, tell them about the drop-off service, and then we're going to take a phone call. I think we've got Michael Wood from Doug's Dogs. I haven't heard from him. And... <laughs> um, well, drop-off would be, you know, Ben calls me for that Super Bowl party, and he doesn't need me to bring my trailer and sit there. Or maybe I've got a job where the trailer's going to be, but I say, hey, Ben, I can do a drop-off. And he says, well, what's that? Well, you know, you have a table. No? All right. I bring a table. I set up the chafing trays, everything. The rolls are cut. Everything's in a basket. Starts down at this end of the table, goes to that end. You let the guys serve themselves. I come back later that night and pick up my stuff. And, you know, you hand me a check when I drop off the food. Boom, we're done. Right. Right, so which I, is a you, beautiful system. In fact, I've got some customers that have bought multiple carts because their drop-off catering is working. And they're just putting out drop-off catering. They're even prepping the food. You know, they're doing they're delivering the cart with the barbecue or delivering it with the hot dogs, buns and condiments. And so you have several options you could do with this. This is all a part of catering. Do you remember that uh, ebook that we got from the guy? Um Yeah, yeah. I wanna we can find a link to that and put it up when we do show notes and stuff. Uh I probably can. I'm gonna make myself a note. You know, because that was, that was a really good ebook. In fact, I went back and read that. I think I told you this, like, beginning of November, I went back and, you know, reread that. I wonder if he'd mind if we did it again. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it's on the website now somewhere. So, yeah, but, that's fine. Where? Um, I'll, I'll look it up. I'm sure if you search catering ebook, you'd find it on my blog, but I'll look it up and post Here, it. Yeah, hit my red button. <laughs> Um, let's bring in Michael, Mr. Michael Wood from Doug's Dogs in Georgia. How we doing? Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, Michael. The, uh, okay, I got to tell you, the, the orange Mustang has arrived. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw uh, pictures. This, this, one of the things that y'all didn't cover, uh, talking about the catering thing, because I've done a couple of great big, huge caterings last year and made – uh, a real happy profit, but uh, is having a good catering contract where you actually have the people sign a contract so there's no misunderstandings of what you're going to provide or what they're going to pay. And uh, that covers all the bases. And I can probably get one of those put together, just a simple form of one, um, and put it on the website for free to the Mafia members. What what are you using? Do you use anything right now, Jason? Um, we have two programs. We have Cateries, and we've got everything in there. It's modifiable. We change it, but we spell everything out from napkins, plates, if they're providing dessert, you know, coffee service, whatever it is. 
you know, we spell it all out that way. I don't hear, oh, you were supposed to do this. Well, no, Ben, that's not on the list. You right. signed it stating you were doing that. Right. right. When the deposits do, when the balances do, if it's an outdoor event, what the cancellation policy is, what they get for refund or don't get, you know, you know, you, you got to spell it all out. And, you know, extension cords, tables, chairs, uh, serving times, um, the, just about everything. You you need to think of, there's actually one I've got. I'll, I'll email it to you, Ben, and, okay. that I downloaded, and uh, I'll email it to you, give you some kind of idea. All right. That'll be good. I'll share it with everybody. And, um, it's even things like... Uh, I put back on them to get somebody's approval from the facility. And then I need it writing, stating that on this date, this company, blah, 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 this time, you know. And because uh, that's, you know, something you don't want to show up for a uh, late night service at a wedding reception and they tell you, oh, you can't here, you can't park, or you can't do this, because then what do you do? Right. right. So. And the other thing that I do, uh, which I learned from the Army, is I try to do a recon of the area that I'm going to set up and uh, or the, where the event actually is going to be so that I know I can get my trailer in and how far, you know, if I'm going to need 200 feet of extension cords or if I'm going to need to run my generator or, you know, whatever I'm going to have to have. Because when you get there, you're, you're there to serve food and make money and, and leave. You know, you're right. not there to... To, you don't have time to, to look around and say, oh, well, what am I going to do about this or that? You need to have that pre-planning will make it so much easier. And if you're doing an event where you're doing, well, I did one last year, um, 800, well, it was actually 700. Holy cow. And, uh, yeah, off of a big dog, and only a big dog. And... Uh, so, I mean, it was, and I had one person doing Cokes and um, one person handing out the meals, and I was doing all the cooking. And it was like boom, 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 boom. And, you know, it's, I mean, like, because it was full meals. It was, you know, two hot dogs, a drink, a chip, a cookie, and next, let's go. And um, And I did something that I never do. Uh, normally, I used uh, condiment packets to make the serving faster, and right. that was the only reason I used them because they're quite expensive. They're like three cents a piece for condiment packets, and uh, I could actually tell you exactly how much they are. I had to go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I have it broke down, <laughs> but uh, but other than that, we're doing good. Uh, I put myself on a diet. That's the latest joke. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, because I didn't have that. That's what it is. I'm almost out of cheesesteaks, and i got to come back to Philly to get me some more. And uh, But I haven't got the calorie content on that, so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Calories, no. But uh, I, I got kind of lazy when I retired. Um, I quit exercising. And it kind of dropped down to my belly, so we're going to eliminate that. And but other than that, we got good health. Uh, we're fixing to start. I had an event 
at the end of December, and it got canceled. Uh, it's a grand opening for a bank, and they didn't finish the bank, so they're going to do it at the end of this month. And um, to me, that's like a catering because I go in, and all I do is just hand out food. And uh, then I bill the people for how much I hand out. Right. And so that, that that's kind of a catering for me. Uh, it's just a different way to do a catering. You know, I go in and, and I give them a price per meal, and then I tell them, you know, it's, um, you want to set a limit at, you know, 300 meals, or do you want to set a limit at, at 100 meals, or even even smaller, 50 meals. And then when you get to that point, then you whoever's paying you, you turn around to them and say, do you want me to stay and do more? Because I've got extra. And, right. Uh, and I've had that happen. Always, I've always taken extra, uh, no matter where I do or where I go. I've always got extra just in case, you know, something goes good. I mean, if you can't use it today, you can use it tomorrow. And right. you just got to plan that stuff. But um, anyway, other than that, uh, we're doing good. Uh, we don't have any snow down here, but it's <laughs> going to get cold next week. Um, <laughs> and um, now I've got a, a big gig starting this month, um, hopefully this month, maybe next month at the latest. They're doing a multi-million dollar expansion at this corporation, and they've asked me to come down and set my hot dog cart up and feed all the construction people. And um, but I'm going to actually charge each individual person, so uh, it's not really a catering, but it's you know it's a I'm the only vendor, so captive you know, audience. Yeah, about 300 uh, bodies. Wow. Or better. So, you know, it'll be pretty good. But the only bad thing about it, I have to get certified in the other county because it's another county, so I have to pay them um, like $240 just for the health inspection. And, uh, you know, but that, you know, I can make that back in a day. And uh, But it's it's a good thing. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, going to have a good year. I hope it's going to be a... Better year than last year. Last year, I ended up just so because everybody always asks me how much how much do you make selling hot dogs? Well, I did twenty point nine nine percent more than I did the year before. Wow! Twenty one percent. Yeah, twenty one percent, twenty point nine nine to be exact. <laughs> and uh, I I, I got to quit adding numbers up, but. Uh, <laughs> That's that's a, that's an incredible growth. That's a awesome growth. You know, that's uh, I mean, it, it I've actually I, I it amazes me. I I just I don't understand it. I don't uh, I really can't comprehend why I do so good at it. But uh, <laughs> this year uh, I'm going to try to hit at least thirty percent increase. And uh, if I do that, I may quit my other job. No. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna happen because uh, I just got another raise. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna listen to y'all, and y'all can talk about all this stuff. And and I hope everybody has a great year. And uh, we'll see you on the street.
Well, I appreciate it, Michael. Happy New Year to you, and um, and I hope your wife enjoys that new orange car. Mustang, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, she she's driving it, and and uh, it's got every bell and whistle you can get on a car. I think. Wow. Uh, I can't hardly operate it. It'll even tell you how much air is in the tires and and what the temperature of the transmission fluid is. I don't know why you need to know that, but. You know, wow. and it, it, the tire's either flat or it's round, one of the two. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, y'all have a good New Year, and uh, or a good, good New Year, and we'll talk to y'all later. Have a good one. Hey, Michael. Folks, we're live on um, Blog Talk Radio, and you can find us at um, streetvendortv. or streetfoodvendor.tv. Golly. Um, and... You can call in at 424-258-9364, and we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with more on this catering. And if you have questions, you can submit them. I put the um, link over in the chat room, and um, it's also on our Facebook page. If you want to submit a question, submit a question or call in. We'll, we'll be happy to talk to you. And let's see here. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. It's Sunday night at 8.30, and you're riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels with a hot dog answer man, Ben, on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Feeling lazy? Out of shape? Get off the f***ing couch. Go to Ben'sCarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at benscarts.com. Be there. Well, folks, we have also, um, we haven't finished up this catering stuff, but we, we missed Craigslist. Craigslist is a cheap and easy way for you to get your name out there. You can list yourself as a business, um, list yourself as catering available. You can also include the fact that you'll do drop-off catering. Um, now, drop-off catering, you'll want to make sure you go through the rules on the cart. You're going to have your own rules that it's got to be cleaned when they're done. But you could add a $55 cleaning fee or a $100 cleaning fee if they don't want to clean it. Um, listen, we'll clean the pans. We'll clean this. We'll do this. And, you know, I'd advise you to use pan savers um, if you're going to drop-off cater because they will scorch your pans. I've done it. And um, it's better to leave them plenty of pan liners and instructions on how to do it, to do and not to do. You could have a checklist. Some vendors have already got this stuff on their website, you know, the rules on their drop-off catering. So bottom line is is you've got, um, Jason mentioned, thumbtack.com. You've got foodtrucksin.com. Um, all of the social media outlets plus Craigslist that you can nearly free advertise to the masses. 
And because you're local, you're not going to be catering probably to somebody in Oregon, you know, if you live in Florida. And and so don't worry about spreading the news worldwide with it. What you need to do is focus on on your crowd. Um, you may want to go to some of the hotels in, in the area, the nicer hotels, and leave them a card and go, hey, we've got catering. If you have people, you know, a lot of people plan their own events. They're going to do hold an event for the widget something company, and they don't want Subway to come in. You know, they, they don't, you know, that's expensive. Um, and even though you're going to be, you may not be much cheaper, you will at least be the best of the best, something unique, because you can bring anything. You could go into that motel or to the wedding or to, um, there's these reunions. School reunions are huge in the summer. And and you could do a, you know, advertise to people that you're doing school reunions, um, that you'll do catering. That's how it is for uh, fundraising, is catering too. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about the fundraising aspect. Talk about that a minute, because a lot of people go, well, how do they? How are they going to make money if they're fundraising? Well, uh, like for us, we do barbecue. So we'll set up several meal options, and we give the fire company slips. They sell it for so long at you know a set price. They get a set amount. We get the difference. The orders are in two weeks ahead of time. We show up at a certain day and time with X amount of meals. They help pass them out and organize and all that kind of stuff. And you know they pay us two weeks ahead of the event. They keep their portion of it. We get ours, and then we show up on that date and supply the food. And boom, out it goes. I agree. Um, the that that's another good way to raise money and to raise awareness. And if you're not using your cart and you want to help out the local school, um, get yourself in front of others. You know, I've done some freebie stuff where I'll show up and, and I'll run it. They're buying the food and I'll just run it for them and donate my time and my cart. And, but what ends up happening is it networks. You end up meeting people. You know, the principal's sister says, hey, I need you to come do a thing over here. We're doing an auction. Um, auction companies are another one. Um, it's how I actually started into catering at all. And I didn't even call it catering back then. I didn't know what it was called. I just did it. And you'll hear me talk about it in my book, and that's several years old, before I ever considered classifying myself as a catering company. And and it's where I went to the auctioneers who do these absolute auctions, these estate auctions, any type of sale like that where masses come, they always have food. They want food, and typically the auction company is paying for that. Here in Tennessee, we have these absolute auctions where they're going to, or a ballroom auction, they call it, where they have several properties, they've been advertising for three months, and they're going to auction everything off, including these items separately, um, all at once in one room or one yard and they'll stand out there, and they'll have a podium set up, and they'll do this huge auction, and you can go, and typically they have, you know, the same people. You know, Outback Steakhouse is doing catering. Outback Steakhouse, again, Outback Steakhouse, you know, that's how it is over here. But if you um, let them know that you can bring stuff, well, now you've just opened the door to other foods that they didn't even consider. They may could save themselves half the money instead of serving ribs and big steak fries that Outback does, you show up with spaghetti and Italian bread, or you show up with meatball subs, or 
or, or, or. I mean, there's chili. There's all kinds of things. Well, these these types of things will make you a lot of money. And I'm not talking about quit your day job as far as don't quit doing your street locations or your setup locations that you that are tried and true. But add this. And if this becomes bigger, then just do it. And and it quite possibly could. Now, it may be a situation where you don't want to give up this location because it makes really good money. And you you have catering that's taken off. Well, that's when you expand. And, and I, you know. We're starting to do a lot of uh, golf outings. The what? We're starting to do a lot of golf outings. Yeah, Pocono talked to me. You know, he was he was showing up at a golf course with no permission. None. But everybody loved him, and so they didn't run him off. Um, he wasn't even, he wasn't even allowed to be there as far as he hadn't received permission to be there. And I think he even mentioned it was better to, you know, ask for forgiveness than beg for permission. And so he shows up and then he, what did he put a kegerator or something on the side of his cart? He put beer and he was serving beer and, and, and burgers and stuff from his cart on a golf course. So it's all available to you. And Definitely check your catering laws about beer and stuff. Though. Oh yeah, the beer can be a trick one. Um, you you definitely he was licensed to serve beer. It wasn't like he just went and bought a keg. Um, yeah. But I remember him when he was on the show. He told us, "Hey, I got a a license to serve it." He just wasn't approved to be there. Yeah. But he ended up. I mean, I assume he's still there um, and still doing that. We have another caller, caller area code three zero one. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor. <laughs> Hey Ben, how you doing? It's Jimmy the Hot Dog Man from Maryland. Hey Jimmy, how we doing out there, everybody? I'm loving it. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to be heard, man. In the middle of the winter up here uh, today, it was 60 degrees. Tomorrow's going to be 34 high. How you like that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, we have our cold, cold days coming Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, but, yeah, I've been taking a, taking a little break. Uh, I haven't been out on the street since Thanksgiving, and um, uh, I have to get back out there and get started probably in February and take a little time off. This would be the first year I didn't work year-round, but sometimes you need a little break to recoup. Oh, I don't blame you. Um, do you Are you going back to the same locations and stuff this next time? Yeah, absolutely. I got a pretty good, nice spot. About three years, it took me a while to get there, but I got a... Sort of like a federal government spot where there's like five office buildings, fifteen thousand people, and oh, yeah. they just love me because my prices are right, my product is excellent, plus the customer service is above board. So I'm a hit there, and uh, it's uh, has a lot of potential because they have cafeterias at each of these buildings, and because their rent is so high, their prices are high. So I'm very attractive, but two of them are closing for renovation come spring, so I'm going to get slammed. So I'm getting ready to go three days a week uh, there and maybe four, or maybe five, depending. That many people, it's enough turnover every day where I won't see the same people, but right now i got an 80% return customer base. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, encourage those guys out there just getting started. They've been out there for a little while. It takes time sometimes to get a good spot. Have you done any you know? catering? Yeah, yeah, I've done catering. I've been getting a lot of recommendations. And, you know, the other thing is a network with other food truck vendors. I've been getting a lot of bones from a rib, uh, barbecue rib guy who's got a rib truck 
but his catering price point is so high that he always throws me a bone when somebody wants a, you know, cheaper alternative. So, uh, you know, I've got about five gigs off of him. Just for example, Habitat for Humanity had a restore that had a, that was going to do a grand opening. Well, his catering was $3,000. Well, I went in there at 1500 for three hours and knocked it out the park. So, wow. Yeah, it was just hot dogs and burgers. So, you know, I got the grill on my big dog cart, thanks, you know, right. from Ben, and, and I can do burgers on there. But what I did, I pre-cooked 200 burgers the night before, put them in the refrigerator, and put them in beef broth in my big pan. They were so juicy that they were drooling over them. So, you know, it's a little catering tip you can use if you got something like that. But it saved me the trouble of using my grill the next day, and I can just concentrate on just, you know, serving instead of preparing. It works. makes it easier. Yeah, I think the last time we talked about taking an extra tank and, and a burner, and so I did that for my dogs. So I was yeah. able to do like 300 dogs in like 10 minutes, you know. Yeah. So it was a success. I, I, I've done a lot of catering and, um, you know, I did my na- name out there in the catering business. And uh, I so I came in on the is that Jason? Yeah, that's Jason. Hey, Jason. Uh, uh, the K9 place didn't call me back this year, so I guess I don't know what happened. Maybe they used somebody else who didn't have the show, but that was a bone Jason threw to me last year. So, Techless K9 or something like that. You remember that? Yeah, I know she moved locations. They might not have done it this year. She had to move to a uh, big facility. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I appreciate the support you guys give me and, and, you know, everything I learned from Ben and you, Jason, and uh, it really does help when you network and you stick together, you know. And oh, it's I tough enough out here as it is, but, you know, we as vendors got to stick together and just get out here and do it. So Sounds I'm like looking to... To a truck or trailer. Hey, I'm trying to move up to an enclosed trailer because the winter is, you know, pretty brutal up here. My biggest enemy is wind. So I just bought one of the roll tops from you, Ben, last month to help cut down on the wind because it keeps blowing my fire out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, that's one of my biggest challenges. So an enclosed cart will really, you know, put me in a position where I want to be. But it takes time to get there. Most of them are twenty grand and. And uh, help guy makes you a real good deal. <laughs> we we've got <laughs> you know, we've got one. We're building them now. The this new size and it's not on the site yet. But well, the smaller version of it is on the site. But the bigger one um, is a six by ten, and mm-hmm. um, you can get it for right at ten grand. Oh, okay, I guess it goes up when you put add accessories, right? Well, it depends on what you add, but it comes with a bunch. Right. Yeah, I uh yeah, I, I got some pretty good locations and I got some more staked out for this year. I, I got a bid in to be uh in front of a carousel at a major uh, retailer type thing. They got a lake, paddle boats, movie theater and all these restaurants, but the carousel's built on the other side of the lake. The rent would be high but the traffic would be uh off the chain. So I got a bid on for that February, so we'll see how that goes. That's awesome. I hope you get it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'll definitely let you guys know. I was thinking about going to somebody like Coca-Cola or maybe, uh, well, I already got 
some from Hebrew National, you know, as sponsors, and maybe I can get the drinks at a reduced rate just to put their name out there because it's a pretty big deal. It's in the up-class neighborhood. It's sponsored by a hospital for sick children type thing where, you know, a lot of the proceeds from the carousel go to the charity. So, you know, I'm working on and if I get it, it gets the sponsors out there. So cut the cost of the rent. The rent's going to be at least 1500 a month and up. Wow. So, that's, it's very pricey. A lot of the uh, food vendors that have tried it have failed out there except for the shaved ice guy. But if it's not hot, you know, I think he lost a little money this last summer because it wasn't in the 90s, you know. But Right, right. Yeah, yeah it's a cool summer. Yeah, that's part of the risk. you got to do your homework. You know, they want a $500 fee just to survey the area to make sure it has enough parking lots. It's called a site plan type thing. Yep. From the yep. Ca- from the count county, you know, so it, it can be pricey, but I guess it could be worth it uh, getting no, out there. I haven't had it. That to make it hard on you so they don't have to do anything. Right. Is that what it is? Another revenue whether you're serious or not. You know, they'll mm-hmm. throw a bunch of these stupid little hurdles in your way, and uh, you know. But it may be something that you could do the lemonade and and your cart. And and rock it there. Get a shaved ice machine. They have them to work on 12 volt, Jimmy. You can run it off the car battery. You charge it at night. Heck you yeah. Know. Heck yeah. Yeah, that that would be great. Other places, but it wouldn't work there because they got a shaved ice guy. So he'll, you know, he has. He's been. Oh, I thought he was great. gone. Right? Yeah, that's all he's doing. So they wouldn't allow me to do that. But the lemonade would work great. Yeah. yeah, I've been doing lemonade all summer, and uh, you know. The lemonade works real good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I gotta call. I gotta call you, Jason. See how I get a get a solar panel on top of my hot dog cart, so I don't have to use a generator all the time. You know, I did. I did a a blog post on that, um, Jimmy. I did a blog post on that with. Um, I think it's got pictures and a diagram and everything. Yeah, um, it has some links and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it. I saw it on his bicycle ice cream cart, but I didn't see the one on the hot dog cart. Yeah, it's been it's it's longer ago we did it, but I've done two different articles on it and and it works good. Um we even talked to a vendor in Washington who put all kinds of lights all around their cart, all solar, and they ran their fridge and everything, but you know, the solar isn't going to be enough to power the fridge, but what it does is supplement the battery. Yep. Oh, okay. So I guess you'd have to have pretty pretty big panels to uh, to uh, run a whole refrigerator for a day. Well, yeah, I mean, the battery's going to run it all day. It's, well, it's, two batteries with an inverter and about 150 on a panel, you could do that. Yeah, and Harbor Freight or um, Northern Tool have, have, has solar panels cheap. Yeah, I saw it. The package they got is like 180 bucks, something like that, for, for out, but I didn't know how many how many watts or, or amps it would put out. Well, they should the tell thing you on, on, that. on their description on that page, it should tell you what it puts out, and then you'll have to factor that into your stuff. But there's also some YouTube videos on, on setting up solar power um, mm-hmm. in an expensive way, using those. And I would look at some of those because I've seen some of these guys run their hunting camps with solar power. They're everything. They have a battery bank, but yeah. they're they're not having to bring in outside power. To their that's, where that's where your biggest expense is, is in the battery bank. Right. 
So you buy the batteries and the solar power, solar solar panels recharge the batteries. Is that the idea? That's the idea. It, it's it's a trickle charge system, so it's constantly helping your batteries, and it means you may not have to. You it means you may have less batteries, and it also means that you have less charging to do. Um, and you make let's say you're stuck at a place where you can't recharge it the next day. Well, the the power that you gathered from the sun that day may make it through the next day. So. That's that's the gist behind it is to is to help you know bring that in. Yeah, because that's important because I had to turn down a couple of festivals this summer because they were two and three day festivals way out in the boondocks, you know, no place where you can get product or you know have access to electricity. So I had to turn them down because three days you run out of product the first day you you know you have to creep without right. a battle. Right. So. You're right. You know, because, uh, you know, I went down to Daytona Beach two years ago to the bike, uh, you know, bike week. And fortunately, the, you know, the uh, location I was at, they let me use the electricity because I took a freezer with me to freeze my product. And, uh, you know, but something like that where you're out in the wilderness that are sticks, something, and you have no electricity. Jimmy, that's something that I would invest in one of those little generators. Um, you know, those quiet generators that... Th- those will do everything you needed to do, and and don't miss any more of those. In fact, if you can't, if you don't want to invest in one, rent a generator. They rent those little portable generators now at a lot of the equipment rental places. Yeah, I, I already have one. I have a two thousand uh, uh, watt, I guess whatever you call it, Honeywell. It's like the Honda at half the price. I mean, a Honda right. generator. At, is eleven hundred. That was like five eighty off of Amazon. But yeah, that works great for about a day. And uh, you know, it takes so much power for a freezer or refrigerator, you know, you don't get you know, I mean I can get eight to ten hours running everything else off of it, but you well, know, what freezer, you gotta do is make sure that fridge is pulled down to temperature on one ten. Then then run it off the generator. Because then the compressor won't be killing you. Well and and right. You can put gel packs in your fridge and freezer um, when you're out like that that have a lower freeze point, so it's going to hold the temperature longer um, without running the compressor more. So, and then, uh, for a Honda, I mean, Hondas get a little bit more money, just like uh, SpeedwaySales.com. He's got the best price on those Hondas shipped to your door for like eight ninety nine or eight ninety something like that. Yeah, that's, that's a good price. And they're quiet. Um, you can get that Berg extended run tank and even tie two of the 2,000 together for 4,000 watts cheaper than you can buy a 3,000 generator. Right, right. So, uh, that's a good point there. Yeah, I didn't think about that. What's the name of that website again? Speedwaysales.com. They're out in, like, Speed. Wisconsin or something. But uh, Speedway Sales, guys, okay. Uh, you know, you click on a Honda, you got to call them. The price isn't online, I don't believe, anymore. But they uh, ship to the door. It's either eight ninety or eight ninety nine. Ship to the door. My guy around here was almost 1200 bucks. Yeah. So, you know, and that's a full oh, fact. It's either an authorized dealer. They just do so many. They're real big with the RV community. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'm getting a lot of use out of the Free big dog card. I just... Re- Two thousands are smaller to carry around, and then you have four thousand watts. They get tied right, together. Right, two of those tied together. Yeah. 
That's great. I'm sure be lugging around a 3,000 or 6,000, you know, KW generator because, boy, it takes two men and a small boy to move those things. Yeah, they're heavy. Yeah. And I've seen guys try like to do that. Thousand, I think they're like 45 pounds or something like that. Yeah, you can put one in each hand and just walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and get a workout at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, though, is those are going to pay for themselves quickly if you've missed out on events because of it. Um I would definitely invest in that or go rent them if you have a place that'll rent them to you. Because um, you may make enough at the event to buy you two of them. Uh, that's true. I think it was more the fact that they were so far out in the boonies and they wanted you to be there from like 10 in the morning to 11 at night and going to get more product was my dilemma. And there was just no place. I mean, they were out near Cumberland, Maryland, which is way, you know, like going to Pittsburgh from here. Right. And there was no home, de- you know, no Sam's Club, nothing within a hundred miles of them. So, you know, that that was my biggest dilemma with that. More so as the electricity, but you know, what do you do in a situation like that where you can't get any product and you got your fridge and you, you know, you, your uh, coolers know, and all that maxed out? Jimmy, if I know that I'm going to have a good event and I'm going to make good money, I'm going to put in well. I already have people I know to call, but if I have to, if I don't know anybody, I'm going to put an ad on Craigslist that says, I need somebody for a day, make $100, and it has to have your own transportation, and they're going to be my runner. They're going to they're going to make oh, one okay. trip in the evening to me to bring me anything that I'm sold out of, yeah, but typically you have a friend or a family member that can do that as well, and you can say... Okay. I need you to I need you to be here for this time. Um you could even hire somebody to give you a break through the day, you know, from maybe you want a break from 3 to 5 and just have somebody show up and work those 2 hours. Pay them extra, you know, pay them 50 bucks. And and most people will do it. Um get somebody you can trust, have them work with you a few days prior and and then now you've got a system for doing these big events like these big catering events. Yeah. Another thing you can do is okay. talk to some of the purveyors. I mean, that last big football event we did, uh, Hatfield Meats gave us use of a tandem axle refrigerated trailer. Yep, I've done that. I've done yeah. that. Um, where they dropped it off. Yeah. Or, you know, you have to go out maybe the day before and find a place to plug in a freezer, run a garage, plug in a freezer, and truck product out, you know, and then make a trip out with your car. That way you got product close out there. You rent somebody's garage for weekend or you know if you had to find a storage locker that has power you know there's vendors that show up to bonnaroo and make 30 and 40 grand in a two-day period and so there's no reason you can't finagle away to find the right people in place so that one you get breaks two that you have storage close by even if you have to find a company who will rent, or if you buy a certain amount of product, who will drop a truck off that's a reefer truck, even the small reefer trucks. Yep. And and now you've got this system going for these big events, if there's enough call for it in your area. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, next year, and a lot of these events you have to do in January, so right now I'm working on them, but the uh, county fair here, which is in August, the last week of August, right, right. before Labor Day, it's a 10-day event. They want four thousand dollars just to as um, the food vendor fee to get in there. It's a little scary, but they do have enough people. You know, it's hundreds of thousands of people come to that event. 
That goes and, back to uh, that gambling. You know, you're gambling because you don't know the weather. You don't know any of that. But if you, even more so than that, um, you know, you got to be careful. We, I, I forget who it was. It was John from uh, Missouri. Yeah. yeah. That state fair, and, he, and then he had to buy ice from them, and had to buy soda from them. And, you want to go through all the the small print, find out where they're going to set you up, like that that gentleman in in I think it was Jacksonville, Florida, who they set him next to the bathrooms, the porta potties. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So you want to you want to get all that detail, but then make a calculated. It's a it's still a risk, but you can calculate the risk, and then you go okay. Well, I stand to make twenty six thousand dollars, and I've covered all my. You know, crossed all my T's and dotted all my I's. I think I'll be able to do this, and then you get it done. I don't think you'll have a problem doing it that way. Yeah, the good thing about this is they're right next to Sam's Club, number one, and uh, Restaurant Depot is about 20 miles away. So I, I would be able to get product every day, and they do have a trucking company. It's not Cisco. It's some other big-time uh, food service company that has a truck parked there. You can buy product from them and ice and all that, but, of course, it's going to be at a higher price. Right, but right. you know, then here again is that thing they want you there from the time they open till the time they close. So I probably have to hire a few people to work with me while I run products. So I, I think I'm going to tackle it this year. You know, to um, just to try to be my biggest event ever besides Daytona. And Jimmy, uh, some of yeah, the some of those events, you have enough experience now. You you know, you can limit your risk. And some of these events are are you know, life-changing events where they allow you to buy a food truck. They allow you to have cash to go through the winter if you don't want to work through the winter like that couple up in Michigan. They don't work in the winter at all. And and, and they do it because they made a lot of money through the summer. And so you can you can do those events and, and pull in a nice income. You know, we've talked about events before, and, and which is kind of a form of catering. Um, but especially these ones where you're talking about where they're out in the boondocks. And music festivals, you just got to be careful. You got to make sure who they're bringing as far as food, and that there's not too many food vendors. And you know, you got to have vegetarian options for a lot of these music festivals because you got a lot of vegetarians and vegans. You know, I turn down a lot of that stuff. So. Yeah, I don't blame. It's hard to it's hard to find vegan stuff. I mean, the best thing I can offer them is turkey, you know, hot dogs, and they they really suck. I mean, I. I do a turkey half smoke, and I get a pretty good return on investment on that because I get the uh, the uh, Butterball two-pack turkey links and cut them in half, so I get four out of there. And the pack costs me like $2.50, and I charge three fifty a piece, so I'm making a good profit on that. Plus, they taste good. Uh, what I'd recommend for the vegetarians, I don't even bother with the hot dogs anymore because they all suck. They're expensive. They don't hold. Uh, look for Dr. Prater's veggie burgers. And he's got a couple different Dr. flavors. Prater's. They come frozen. You can slap them on a grill that you got there on a big dog with a little bit of oil. Bam, put them on a roll. We sell them for six bucks, seven bucks with cheese. Uh, tomato. Yeah, vegetarians know that brand. They like it. It's frozen. It, it cooks up quick. You know, I've given up on the veggie slash vegan dog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah those vegan dogs are crap. Where I could do that, I wouldn't even even try it. I would just serve my meat and be done with it. Um, now, if I was music festivals when you're out there in the boonies, man, because I'm telling the music festivals, like when we did Firefly, you got to have a veggie option. I got you. 
you lose a lot of money at a festival like that. I mean, I don't do it on the street. I only do it, you know, places you know we're going to have a big vegetarian crowd. I got and, you. Uh, you know. So is Turkey is Turkey uh, inviting to vegans? I mean, do they consider uh, that or they uh, consider uh, that meat? It's a stricter form of vegetarianism. They don't have they don't any... anything that has eyes or comes from something that has eyes. So milk oh, out okay, yeah, yeah. eyes. Cheese are out because the cow's got eyes. <laughs> Yeah, dairy, yeah, it's yeah. dairy. Any any animal product or byproduct they won't have. So yeah, okay. Vegan even cuts down French fries because if you're using lard to do your fries, um, you know, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cuts out a lot absolutely. of stuff. So, um, yeah, my, my wife's a vegetarian, so I get a pretty good education. I mean, there are some vegan and vegetarian options that aren't bad. I mean, she does this vegan lasagna that. I thought she was pulling my leg. It had fake meat crumbles in it and, it, you know, all this nutritional yeast and uh, cashews to make the cheese on top. And, I mean, I, I thought she was lying to me. I really thought this was something from an Italian restaurant. Really? And, uh, that good? Here is a vegan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm um, still not going vegan because, you know, well, I keep trying to tell her that, you know, bacon is a vegetarian thing. It's just how you figure. I said, well, Pigs turn vegetables into bacon, therefore it's <laughs> vegetarian to my vegetables. I'm not buying it yet, so, you know. Well, Jimmy, you're going to have to keep us up to date on this and let us know how this goes um, and if you take on some of these huge deals. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I try to share everything I go through because I know there's a lot of vendors out there listening, and, you know, they haven't tried most of the stuff we've been through. And, uh, you know, I'm you know, gaining a lot of experience in being out there every day, but also a lot of intelligence from you guys. And, you know, I think you ought to pass it on to other vendors. Well, I'm with you, brother. I appreciate it. I hope you have a good one, and I hope you'll come back next um, next month. We'll be on the first Sunday of next month, and um, we'll um, you'll catch us up. I know you won't be started yet, but you may have you may have decided to do the fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be back out there in a couple of weeks on my regular uh, five days a week. I do, I do Tuesday through Saturday. So, um, in the next couple of weeks, and I uh, just have to tough it out. So, yeah, but I'll keep you updated on the festivals. Well, we'd yeah, love. I mean, it. you know, yeah. I mean, I tell you, uh, you know, you get out there and you work hard and sell a good product at a good price point and build your reputation. People call you. Uh, I got one county that's next door to me. I think I told you this last time. I'm not sure, but because I built such a good rapport with them, not only do they call me back every year for the, all their events, I found out through another event. I asked them, how did you find me? Well, we looked at the county food vendor, and you're number one recommended on their food list for a hot dog vendor. And I had no idea I was even on their webpage, <laughs> you know. I had no idea, so I'm getting referrals from a county that I've been doing business for the last three years with, you know, just because I've given them good service. That's so, good. That's very hey, important, I think. For those faraway festivals, check with Savile Foods down there out of Baltimore. South, oh, yeah. Savile, yep. Savile, okay. We'll do. Take all the way out to Pittsburgh. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I was working with Foods Galore out of Jersey, and they cut me off because I wasn't buying enough. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of them. You know, Vienna and stuff through them. Um, they have a lot of different stuff, but they're down in your area. Who's that? 
saddles down by you. Oh, yeah. Well, my biggest thing, my biggest seller, it, it, it was so big that I started charging for it. The sports peppers they put on the Vienna hot dog out of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Those sports pepper blow jalapenos away. And oh, absolutely. Customers love it. Their customers love them so much. They were willing to pay me 50 to 75%, 75 cent more per dog just to have those sports peppers. Oh, they're, and they I actually can, have flavor. I mean, they're they're way better oh, than jalapenos. Way better than jalapenos. And I cannot get them because Food Galore has cut me off. So I'm struggling out here trying to get those sports peppers from somewhere. Stavel has um, them. They carry the Vienna house. Do they carry the uh, sports peppers? Yep, they carry that. They carry the cheesecake on a stick and on the Vienna line. Oh wow! Okay. All right. Weren't you doing something with lobster rolls too, uh, Jason? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we do a lot with lobster. I do a lot with lobster mac and cheese now. And oh yeah. You know, lobster rolls are something easy to make. You know, good markup. You know, depending on what time of season it is, my lobster roll runs me about three, three forty-four. We sell it for ten to fourteen bucks, depending on where we're at. And they're delicious. Wow! Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to, I, I'm gonna have to come out there and camp out with you for a good month or so and learn all your tricks, man. <laughs> I'm at the ski resort now, man. Come on up, we'll teach you how to do burritos and stuff too, and tacos. You doing burritos? Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, I do a lot of burritos on a big truck, man. Especially uh, at the ski resort, it's easy handheld stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. And a market one. I, I know I could do the tacos off my hot dog cart, but can you actually do burritos off a hot dog cart? Well, you prep them earlier and then you steam them. Okay, put them in the steamer, I guess. Yeah, just wrap them in aluminum foil individually or in twos if they're the small ones. Yep. And then. We do a 12 inch shell, man. We do pulled pork, we do a fish, we do a chicken. I mean, good morning. Yeah, good I, don't think I, oh, man. I don't think I have room for all that on my hot dog cart. But the only reason why I'm asking, on Saturday I do a flea market where 95% of my customers are Hispanic. And there's nobody at the flea market doing any kind of burritos, tacos, quesadillas, or anything. We do it. We do so, quesadillas when we're out at the corporate stuff. And, you know, I went and bought a big rice cooker, an Asian one from this Asian market. Then cooks rice down in 20 minutes. I throw black beans in it. We season it up a little bit. We'll lime everything. Boom. Slap that in a burrito, man. Just <laughs> 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 come out. No lie, they're about that big. And uh, you know, slap that in a burrito. You go. You're gonna need to be set up near the porta potty. <laughs> that's that's a meal. That's a starch meal right there. Starch wrapped in starch. Yeah, man. Rice and beans. We put like with the fish one. We do a nice cabbage slaw. A couple of some colored cabbage. You know, throw wow. fish in there. You know, you can't beat it, man. We're using swai for fish that runs uh, two thirty-five a pound. You know, can't beat it, man. That's awesome. Fish tacos. Wow. They're easy one, man. You can do some fish on the top of your grill. Yeah, I talked to a vendor the other day. He's doing fish tacos um, from his cart. I do two six-inch shells, and uh, that sells for eight bucks. And I think my cost is under two. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's, so using now, He's using cod. What are you using? I'm using swai. I don't use cod. It's too expensive. Swai is the same thing. Comes out of Vietnam. Two dollars and thirty-five cents a pound. Huh. Cod's up for right. Never wow. heard of that. Is that a white? Is that a white fish? 
Yeah, it's it's white. Yeah, it's white fish. Well, I've never heard of that. And I got tired of trying to tell people what it is. And oh, it's cod. Yeah, it's cod. <laughs> <laughs> well, cod is so bland. Um, I mean, if you didn't add anything to it, it's like eating air. Yep. Yeah, that's true. It actually takes decent seasoning and stuff. goes quick on the grill. My fillets are like five and seven ounce. And uh, I can get, you know, like one and a half, two orders out of a fillet. Wow. You know. Anytime. So now. We're at the ski resort now, so you're going to have to perform. But, uh, you know. Anytime you want to come up, you're welcome to come up. Sounds good. Now, just the health department approves you for dogs, maybe chili and all that. So you want to add something? You just add it until they say something, or you know, I mean, I mean, well, that's what about kind of the, the catering issue. You know, if you're if you're doing catering, then it really doesn't matter. But if you're on a street corner, I would be very leery of adding stuff that they're going to shut me down or fine me for. Right. So when you cater, you're really not under the same health department rules and laws and regulations as you are when you're a licensed vendor. No, look up, look up, look up the laws on catering in most states. It's open game. You can do whatever you want as long as it's prepared properly. And they even let them use those little candle burners, tea light burners. And so as long as you keep it up to temp, you're good to go. And catering's private, so nobody's going to be checking up on you. Yep. Yeah, that's true, because we did a thing. Uh, the, the RIP guy threw me a bone for Marriott. Corporate headquarters did a thing and catered. And it was like an hour, you know. I did about 150 dogs. It was 500 bucks. They didn't, didn't even eat them all, but, you know, the health guy was there and he because he, he happened to work next door and he didn't even come over and mess with us because it was catered. So if you don't collect any cash, that's considered a catered event on site. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is that I, correct? Yes, that's what it. That's catering. I I try to put everything under the label of catering, and that's why we were talking about it tonight. It's because it, it allows you almost freedom to go out. Most vendors can go out and do things under this catering label instead of this label. Like let let me give you an example. Dollar General wants to do a big thing for the day, a grand opening. They can hire Outback Steakhouse to come up and and with finger foods or whatever ribs and fries and and lay out a table with all these little, you know, candle warmers and they'll have all that all that stuff laid out and they won't have any issue with the health department. So if you go to Dollar General, um you could go under the catering label. And and that's why I've told a lot of people to change. I've had so many emails. I bet I've had over 150 emails in the last year from people going, should I change my company name? And I go, absolutely, at least add and catering to it. But if you can Mm. just change catering, um, Jimmy's Dogs and Catering, um, whatever it is, but don't – it changes the perception of it. It's getting rid of that stigma of hot dog street food vendor to catering sounds, oh, well, that they're professional. And and we are. So just as well take the label. So so I 
so what I'm what I'm hearing is if you don't collect any money on the street, you consider a caterer. Yeah, I mean, I I would tell any vendor if you're doing gigs that aren't street side on county property or whatever city property, then you're catering, and I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as anything else. Like when you do that auto dealership, you do that'd be mm-hmm. catering to me, buddy. That isn't a that isn't street food vending. You're catering. You're there specifically for that dealership. Yeah, now, but the customers pay me per order. I mean, doesn't so matter. That's doesn't matter. It doesn't if, matter. No, I to me it doesn't matter, and that's how I would I would pitch it. Is listen, the 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 car dealership wants us here serving their customers. Um, today we're serving spaghetti. Tomorrow we're going to hmm. chill. The next day we're going to have burritos, fish tacos, whatever. And that's what I would become. And and the odds of you getting a health inspector show up at a dealership, unless you're out at the edge of the road with signs and flags up, um, then the, the, the slim to none, the uh, health inspector is going to show up there. <clears throat> what prevents, what prevents Jimmy, your this Ford dealership calling – um, Chick-fil-A for catering, and Chick-fil-A shows up with white tables and their disposable tablecloths and puts out a bunch of chicken and biscuits. Nothing stops them because it's under the catering label. As long as it was prepared in a commercial kitchen and delivered safely and kept at the right temp, you're legal. Yeah. Whether, whether regardless of whether it's prepaid or cash on site, regardless. How, how are they to know that anyway? Who's to know? And well, and why would it matter? Why would a health inspector be at the Ford dealership? And I'm just saying Ford, but I don't. Well, know yeah, that, that that's that's true. I understand that, but you know, yeah, I see. Well, I would do it when I when I was doing I was doing some of this without even knowing I was doing it. But when I would go to the the factory, that the first factory job I ever did, um, we started serving extra stuff. You know, we started serving cheese sauce, which is a no-no. You know, we started serving um, sprinkle cheese and things that normally we couldn't serve, coleslaw, chili with meat in it. Um, Because I didn't call it catering at the time. I just knew the odds of anybody showing up out there in the middle of the night were slim to none. So I didn't care. Exactly. Um, Your situation, unless you're at the road um, with your cart, I would... Um, if you're just serving their customers, I'd just be up there at their building. The guy I know in Knoxville here, he's right up against the building at um, Jim Cogdell Dodge, and he's right up against the building. And so you can't even see him on the road. He's got his umbrella and stuff up, but he's there for their customers. Yeah, I mean, that's the same way it is with me. I'm at a Toyota dealership, and I serve 99% of my customers as the employees. And I'm so far deep in the lot that you'd have to, you know, go on a treasure hunt to find me. So, well, see, you know, then I, I would I, do I would do whatever you wanted, Jimmy, because it doesn't matter how you get paid, whether you're getting paid by the customer or by the dealership. That makes no difference on on what you're classified as a seller. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd have this year, Jimmy, I would rock this year with your setup, and you've already got a good following there, an eighty-something percent. A repeat business, I would have 
hey, listen, on Tuesdays we're going to have um, pulled pork sandwiches. And then we're going to have meatball subs on Thursday and see what starts selling. Do the lobster rolls. I kicked butt with the lobster rolls. I put pictures up when I did that. John Cavanaugh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's actually boosted him beyond compare when John did that. Yeah, okay. Well, that's great news. There's always something new to try. And, uh, you know, I know lobster rolls are pretty easy to prepare. You just have to keep it cold. Yep. And then slap it on a hot dog roll, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the only difference is you want to split top the roll. I like the split top rolls. They look better. And if you have a griddle and you can and griddle butter, butter, butter and garlic the sides of the bread. Oh, yeah. Okay. It makes it worlds better. And Cisco should have those rolls, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sam will have the split tops. Cisco has them. You know, or if you can just get local uh, local bakery to do a hot dog style roll, you just cut them on the vertical rather than the horizontal. Yeah. Sounds great. But shoot me an email. I'll send you the recipe. It's really easy to do with two-pound pack of lobster. How many uh, sandwiches you get out of that two pounds? Uh, I'd have to go back and look at my notes, my cheat sheet, because now I, I haven't done two pounds in a long time. We make lobster stuffing. It's uh, about a case, which is 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess you would <clears throat> like take a three-ounce scoop of lobster meat per bun three, or something three, like that? Three to five is what I put on a sandwich. Three to five. So that gives you about four, anywhere from four to five sandwiches out of a pound. Yeah, right now lobster up here seventeen ninety five a pound or so. Right. So a sandwich and a half. All right. Like at a at a corporate event, we might do two cases of lobster. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so so Ben, you just have the show show now on the first Sunday of every month. Is that it? Yeah. Now the show is the first Sunday of every month, unless something changes. I doubt it will. Um, I like this first Sunday of that month. Um. You, we've rehashed and recovered stuff so many times. Now we can keep up with the the current stuff. Bring out the stuff, and and once a month, there's plenty to do that in. Right. I mean, it's just a whole lot easier for us. Yeah, I'm sure. That was that was brutal, man. Yeah, and we 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 had done that for a long time. Um, that was too much. Yeah. But, Jimmy, it was good talking to you. I hope you have a good one. Thank you, Ben. Jason, it's always a pleasure. You bet, brother. See you. Um, We've got one other caller I'm going to pick up real quick, um, and then um, we have about 10 minutes left, and then the show ends. So um, caller area code 480. You're live. Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hello? Hello, you're live. Hey, uh, my name is Anthony. We own a streetcar in here in Arizona. Uh, I was watching your show, and I was wondering, do you also need a, a business license, a city business license if you're doing catering? Okay, so even if I don't have a license in that certain city, I still need a license. Yes. Um, now, it depends. Now, if you're going to, let's say the city next door, is somebody there has hired you to come do catering, you don't need a business license to go over there and cater. 
Okay. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Because no, I no. have one for one one city, but let's say if somebody wants to hire me in the next city, but I don't have the city license for that area. No, it's kind of like Amazon is in such and suchville with a business license, and they don't have a license here in Sevierville, Tennessee, but they can sell in Sevierville, Tennessee. So you're doing the same okay. thing. You're going somewhere else. Now, if you were going to go do set up on the street every day in that city, they may yep. require it. But catering, whole different world. Right. But even right, cool. setting up on the street, most other health departments, if you've got a license the next town over, the next county over, they'll usually give you, you know, one to five events at what they call no charge. After that, you'd have to apply for your license, you know. And that's assuming okay. they keep up with it. You know yeah. that that's assuming that that's assuming the city had an event, you know, seven times, and you wanted, you know, and had a rule that at five you had to have a license, yeah. and you were going to do all seven. Okay, well then, yes. But catering, nobody's going to know when you're coming and going. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that'd be, all I know. <laughs> that'd be the same as owning a delivery service, and you deliver appliances, and you wouldn't have just because you're going to the next town over doesn't mean you need to get a license to deliver that refrigerator in that next town over. Oh, okay. So you're good well, to go, bro. I appreciate it. You bet, man. By the way, I never miss it. I never miss one of your shows. Well, I'm glad. I appreciate it. We've made it easier not to miss now with the once a month thing, but um, I'm glad you called in, and I appreciate it. I wish you a ton of success this year. All right, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Well, Jason, that um, about wraps it up. I'm ready to go, and um, I appreciate you coming on again and and sharing all the information on this catering. Um, I think we covered a lot of it, and I'm going to break that down into the the blog post that'll go out tomorrow on the blog. Yeah, we the article on that that ebook we did. Yep, that, I'll find that. And we'll talk about the POS systems next month. I, I've been using the Pay Anywhere, and uh, the next one we're going to be testing is uh, Groove. So, all right, we'll do that next month. All right, so get your piece of shit system ready because we're going to have POS system. <laughs> point of sale. Um, we will have point of sale um, information for you next month. And um, as always, check out the blog. Um, there, I'll, I do articles in between and post stuff up. Um, be sure to friend us, like us, Facebook us. And um, we're we're rarely on Twitter, but you're welcome to follow us on Twitter too. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good on Twitter. I, I'm I suck at Twitter. 140 characters. I can't say hi in 140 characters. So if you um, we we do wish you a ton of success this year. 2015 is going to be a big year. Um, th- th- this catering thing could mean the difference between you making a decent income and you making an incredible income. Um, take December off and take your family to Hawaii kind of income, and you can do it. I mean, it's doable. You can pay for kids' colleges. Um, I've got um, two in college now and two out of college now, and hot dogs got me there. Hot dogs saved my life. So, um, I, I, Jason, um, I appreciate it, brother. Right, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Talk to you later, bud. See you. See you, everybody. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the Hot Dog Answer Man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.